Legends, welcome to the Gym Boss Podcast. Today is another special guest, so you don't have to listen to Jimmy yammer on all the time. Now, it's good to have a bit of two-way conversation here. Uh, and before I introduce this person here, I've got to do a little intro for us. If at any time you're listening to this, you're like, cool, this is, uh, I want to hear more about what Jimmy does with the agency, with the marketing to be able to run stuff for the gyms. Um, go on over to IWantGymLeads.com. That's IWantGymLeads.com. You go over there and you can check out all the stuff that we're doing for gyms in terms of getting them leads and booking them in appointments. Uh, but now that's out of the way, I'm going to introduce my special guest. We have Danny Cray here. His business is called Diz Runs, and he's actually uh, based in Florida over in the States. And it's, to put it simply, he's a running coach. He has a podcast. Um, he coaches people online, has even written a book as well. And uh, that's the reason why I wanted to bring him on today was to talk a little bit about his story, how he went from in-person to online, building the podcast, writing a book, and, and now having this online business. So if you are a gym owner and you're like, cool, I want to run the gym, but I also want to have some, maybe start a podcast or maybe get clients from my podcast and all the lessons and stuff that he has learned along the way, um, because I'm a big fan of podcasting, obviously, which is why we're doing this. But Denny, thank you so much for coming on, my man. Oh, Jimmy, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Always uh, always fun to be on the other side of the microphone for a change. So thanks for uh, thanks for the invite. I know I did an interview just last week where it was the first time in ages where I was the guest, and it's been a long time. And it was fun. It's kind of cool flipping the script. But uh, for those people that are on here now, just give us the thirty second rundown. I, th- I did. I mentioned a few bits and pieces, but let let, let the people know a little bit about your about your business, and then we can take it from there. Yeah, so I, I went to uh, college or, or university, depending on how you want to want to say it, uh, to study athletic training. So kind of you know sports physio, kind of the sports medicine side of things. Uh, had a job in in that front for for about a decade, I guess. And uh, you know, it, just over the years, it kind of eroded a little bit. It started out great, and then you know, kind of the powers that be, the the bosses, the the upper management, changed some rules, changed some guidelines, what we were allowed to do, and it just wasn't wasn't fun anymore. Uh, it was kind of to the point where waking up every day, just, I mean, like miserable, miserable, waking up, hating, going to, going to work. Um, and finally, you know, it, it, with a nudge of my, my wife, uh, was kind of like, Hey, you know, you're miserable. It makes life at home miserable. What, what can you do differently? And so I started thinking about some different options, different, different things that, uh, maybe I could do and ended up settling on starting my own personal training kind of business. So, uh, it, but instead of working out of a gym, instead of owning my own gym, I started out entirely mobile, uh, just working out of, out of the trunk of my car, uh, showing up at people's houses, at people's offices, wherever they could work out for an hour. I would show up. I'd bring all the equipment that we needed. We'd, we'd get to work and do, do personal training work. Um, and it was great. I was doing that for, for three or four years. Had, had a pretty good clientele. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't like totally book solid, but I was, I was doing a lot of appointments you know, before kind of work hours, after work hours on the weekends. Um, which was, which was fine, except we were, you know, getting to that point, my wife and I about maybe starting a family. Um, and it wasn't the most family friendly hours because she would work. She had, you know, a a normal kind of working hours type of job. Um, so I would go to appointments. I would get home maybe before she left, maybe after she left for work. Uh, and then eventually kind of got to the point where this wasn't sustainable anymore. Decided to, uh, start, I started this, this running podcast, um, and it started to, to grow a little bit. Um, and had folks reaching out to me saying, Hey, uh, do you, or asking, I guess, you know, do you, do you coach runners? And at first I said, no. And at second I said, no. And after like the third or fourth or fifth person started asking, 
I said, well, you know, let me, let me check. Let me see if I can do this. Matter of fact, yes. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, yes. And I actually looked into the kind of the credentials because I didn't want to be that guy that was like, yeah, I can coach, but I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I looked into what it would take to be credentialed as a running coach and realized that the weekend courses that they were offering or that, that you could maybe sign up for, try to join, um, were literally like, you know, you'd spend, spend a weekend learning this stuff. And it was the same type of coursework that I spent four years in, in undergraduate and two years at, at the master's level of, of university of studying. And I said, wait a minute, maybe I don't need to go to a weekend course for things that I've spent six years in the university studying, <laughs> yeah. studying as far as exercise science and physiology and kinesiology and things like that. Um, so I said, yeah, I, I'll, I'll coach you. And, and started, started coaching in, um, gosh, I guess it was 2015. And, uh, you know, fast forward now, uh, closing in on six years later, uh, it's, it's my full-time job and, and I love it and completely online, completely, you know, working on my own schedule as far as what time, you know, I obviously I have a, a relationship with my clients when I'm checking in things like that, but I'm free to move around the, the country, free to move around the world. Once all the, the restrictions from COVID kind of yeah, pass of and, and, and loosen up, um, and just kind of work my, you know, work my job wherever I want to, wherever I'm able, wherever I'm at at the moment. Um, and haven't done that much yet. Mostly, you know, stayed, stayed, you know, here, here in the States, but, uh, looking forward to the possibility of maybe doing that somewhere down the line. So that's, that's the quick version. Obviously there's a lot more detail than that, but that was, yeah. that's kind of the progression from corporate life to being totally, uh, self-employed and, and absolutely, uh, happy with how the journey has gone so far. Well, I can, uh, I can relate to that. We'll unpack some of that as well. Um, everyone has that point. I find a lot of people in fitness, it was not their first, uh, career. Mm -hmm. It was the, thing that they were passionate about, but they're doing something else in the meantime. They're like, had that moment where it was kind of like the fuck it moment. They're like, eh, that's it. Yep. I'm going to go in because this corporate thing or this whatever path I'm going down, I'm just hating it. Can't be any worse than this. Like, let's go, let's go into it because, and then it ends up having a passion for it. And then it unfolds into a business. But what I'm really curious is to find out is uh, you corporate, you then went PT. What was the thing that made you go, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. And actually, you know what? The podcast is going to be on running. Well, it was, it was, I was listening to podcasts and I was enjoying podcasts and kind of learning all kinds of entrepreneurial things and business things and kind of filling in some of those, those gaps in, in, you know, my, my traditional education was nothing about entrepreneurship, running a business and things like that. Um, and I actually started a podcast that was kind of personal training, health, fitness, that type of thing related uh, originally. And so I was doing that a couple of times a week, just a solo show. Um, and, and honestly, which, you know, hindsight's 2020, I thought, well, shoot, doing a, doing a solo show is hard, like figuring out what you're going to talk about being engaging, you know, talking and not being boring, not being, you know, very much monotone, things like that. Um, but I said, if, man, if I had people to talk to, like, that would be easy. Uh, you, just, you just get somebody on, on zoom on, you know, back then zoom wasn't even really a thing. Uh, cause I've been doing the show now for almost seven years. So like back then it was like Skype was like the option. Uh, but you know, just get people on, on a call and you know, how hard can that be? Once, once you press play or press record, I guess, uh, you're just talking and then afterwards, you know, boom, good to go. Uh, which I realized after the fact that it's still a lot of work to have an interview podcast and to, to line up guests and to have an engaging conversation and, and asking smart questions and things like that. Um, but ultimately I was just like, man, I have all this time in the middle of the day. Like I said, most of my appointments were either my personal training appointments were either first thing in the morning 
later in the evening. I had all this gap of time during the day. I said, well, you know, let me just fill it by talking to runners. Cause honestly, it was just because I liked running. It, it wasn't because I was anticipating a business. Um, and I know that sounds cliche sometimes like, Oh, you just follow your passion and do what you enjoy. And, yeah. and don't, don't start it. Like don't, don't do it with a, with a, you know, with a goal of turning it into a business. Um, that really was the case. It was just, I had something to do. And, you know, if it takes off great. And if it doesn't take off, you know, whatever, no big deal. Like I've already got the equipment. I already have a little bit of know-how uh, let's, let's just do it and, and go with it. And, and as long as it's fun, we'll keep going. Um, and so that was literally how it started. It was just like, I reached out to a handful of people and had a few people, a few people said yes and said, all right, well, let's, let's figure it out as we go. And, you know, maybe I'll do 10 episodes or maybe I'll do 15 episodes. And then, um, you know, you get to 10 and you get to 15 and it's, oh, well, just, you know, having fun, keep going. Um, and so far haven't, uh, haven't stopped yet. And we're at 900 and something episodes. So it's just kind of wow. continued, continued to build and continue to grow. Um, but, but it really did start out just like, it was something to do that sounded like it was going to be fun. And I had, I honestly can say I had no idea that it would turn into my work, my, my, you know, like my, my, my way of making a living. Um, yet here we are. And it's just kind of continues to develop and continue to grow from, from where it started, you know, almost seven years ago. That's amazing. And is all 900 episodes with another guest? No, no. So um, it started out as twice a week exclusively with guests. And after about six months, I had people asking for, you know, kind of listen to your audience, right? Listen to your clientele, listen to the people that, that are supporting you and, and, and what kind of stuff do they want and try to give it to them. So I had people asking for like, you know, the interviews are great. The conversations are great, but can we do, you know, some type of coaching, you know, like feel like, you know, a little bit because of my, my athletic training background, my, my physio background. Um, so I started doing a single, uh, episode per week. So I started doing three episodes a week then uh, where, where one episode was just me, two episodes were with guests, but the, that solo episode was uh, a coaching tip or some type of short, sweet, you know, I called it a quick tip episode. I still call it a quick tip episode, although it's gotten a little bit longer. It's a little bit less quick now than it was at the start, uh, but <laughs> like 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. A little bit long in the tooth tip. Uh, but, but so, so, so now it's two times a week, one time with a guest, one time quick tip. So probably I've never really done the numbers, but I would say probably, I don't know, so about two thirds. So about, you know, about 600, uh, with guests and about 300 solo, something like that. Yeah. That's sensational. And so I think, uh, there's a couple of good things to pick apart there in a good way for anybody listening in is, uh, this is at least from what I, from my, mm -hmm. my observation is just do it. Like if you're worried about it, don't be worried about it. Like no one's going to listen to the first episode. <laughs> like, right. do you know what I mean? It's like your first Facebook post or your first Instagram post, if you're worried about like what other people are thinking or getting too up in your head and you're like, I really want to start a podcast. Like, I think it would be really cool, but what, what microphone do I have? Do, how do I do it? How do I do it? Like, just figure it out. Like, just think of the, like the low tech, easy way. You're probably going to mess it up, but it's okay. Nobody's going to listen to that. And the beauty of this stuff is it's not live. You can delete it. You can edit it. You can like scrap it. You can start again. Like it doesn't matter. I think if you really want to go and you really just want to have a crack at it, just start. You could change your topic along the way as well. Like you don't have to necessarily be like pigeonholed in one thing. If you're like, oh, I want to be this and this. Cool. You can do whatever you want with this thing. It's right. it's free for people to consume. Uh, and I'll just say, don't get hung up on the tech. Don't get hung up on the topic. Don't get hung up on anything. Just if you really want to do it, just have a go. Have a crack. Then you can yeah, be absolutely. 900 episodes in. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. And, and it's, you know, 
just like anything, like you said, nobody listens to the first one and, and you're going to figure it out. Hopefully, especially if you stick with it, you're going to kind of figure out what works best for you as you go. So, you know, whether it's, whether it's a podcast, whether it's YouTube, whether it's, you know, doing something on clubhouse or, or whatever, whatever the next thing is, whether it's Instagram lives or Facebook lives or, or whatever, um, you know, if you're looking to kind of get into the, the online space a little bit or kind of grow some type of, of audience or potential business opportunities outside of, you know, the gym that you're, you're that you're operating in or, or whatever the case might be, um, you're never going to get to there, whatever there is until you start. So, you know, you start somewhere, you start with episode one, nobody's going to listen. You, you, you know, you, you talk to, to yourself and hope that maybe somebody, t- you know, chimes in eventually or somebody, you know, listens eventually, but even if they don't, eventually they're going to start, you know, maybe it's episode two, maybe it's episode 10, uh, but you don't get to episode two or episode 10 until you do episode one. So, you know, throw it out there, uh, definitely get started and, and definitely refine as you go, because once people start listening or watching or tuning in, uh, you'll get some guidance of what people want more of and, you know, give, give them more, give them more of that. Just like you do at your gym. When it, you figure out people want CrossFit or people want whatever different classes or different styles of, of, you know, workouts or whatever, um, you know, once, once you hear that, you give them more of it. And it's, it's the same thing online versus in person. Yeah, that's, that's great. It's uh, just evolving. And listen, as you said, listen to your market, listen to what they're trying to tell you because they'll tell you what they want. Then if you're smart enough to listen then you can just give it to them and they'll love you for it. Um, right. Can talk to us a bit because people are probably like, cool. Okay. Start the podcast. That's great. doesn't matter what it's called. You can change the name of the podcast as well. It's really easy to do. Um, I don't know about you, but I'll give everyone a little tip of a podcast thing to use. It's free. I think Spotify just recently bought it. It's this thing called Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. I think it's anchor.com. Don't get me on the .com, but it's definitely Anchor. Just Google Anchor Podcasting, and it's a free account. Just an email and a password to set it up. And then once you literally upload your audio file, it then puts it everywhere. Puts it on Spotify, puts it on iTunes, puts it on Stitcher, puts it on like 10 different platforms all in one go. And so it's really, like it's the most idiot-proof thing and if I could do it, anybody can do it, you know? Um, what do you use though? Just out of curiosity. Um, I use SoundCloud as my host. Um, Ooh, interesting. So it's, it's a little bit, I don't know that it's, it's not any fancier than anchor. It's just a different, different platform. I mean, it's just like, like any type of, of, you know, it, it just sends it out. It does the same type of thing. You like you, you send it out to, to iTunes, you send it out to Stitcher, you send it out to, to, um, you know, Spotify, all the different places. Um, it's just a, a different option that, that again, you know, and, and this is, I, I hate to say it like this, but, but you know, back in, back in my day, we didn't have anchor. We didn't have no. some of these other, we had one or two choices and you just kind of picked one and, and went with it. Um, and I don't know, I mean, I'm sure I could change if I wanted to, but it's kind of like, you know, I'm what? setting my ways. I've got what works. Like I'm not going to, not going to change it just to change it, but yeah, the, the barrier of entry is low. So if you're on the, you know, there's, there's, if you're on the fence or if you're thinking about it, you're like, God, there's so much tech to figure out. Like there's not that much tech to figure out. Like, you can definitely do it if you want to. Yeah, like you can uh, go on your, even on your iPhone, go to the memo yep. app on your phone and just yep. like record the note, record yourself talking, and then you can upload it to SoundCloud or upload it to Anchor, and then you're good mm-hmm. to go. Like if that's how you want to start, that'll work. That'll yep. work. Just plug your headphones yep. in so you have semi-okay audio, and then you're good to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it doesn't have to be more complex than that. And that is actually how I did my first like 10. I think yeah. I did Facebook live, but then also I had the phone next to it so I could get the video. I could, I didn't know I could take the audio off a video at this mm-hmm. stage. 
So I was trying to record the audio anyway. So you can figure it out as you go. But we've covered that. Just say they got their podcast, they're up and going. How do you, uh, how did you go about now? Maybe at the start, it wasn't on purpose, but how do you go? Do you have like a strategy that you have to be able to get people from your podcast to at least inquire about what you do? Yeah, definitely. So these days, um, and like you said, at the beginning, it was it certainly wasn't on purpose, but but these days there's a little more intention behind things. And and the majority of the time, um, like I'm I'm my own, you know, quote unquote sponsor for for most of my podcast episodes. So, you know, there there was there was a time when I was trying to get like, you know, proper sponsors and reaching out to companies and things like that and getting them to pay me to to advertise and, and do sponsored episodes and things like that. And I'll still do those once in a while, but, um, I mean, my, my podcast is, is by far my biggest marketing channel. It's, it's, you know, that's just where, where most people that, that end up working with me, they find me through the podcast. They listen to the podcast for a while. And I mean, I've had people that reached out to ask for coaching that literally were like, I've been listening to your podcast for years. I trust you. I think we would get along great. Do you have any coaching options available now? Um, and, and like I said, I mean, uh, so, so that's a big part of it, but even with each episode, it's like, you know, today's episode is brought to you by, you know, me. And, and like, I literally say that, like, like I joke about it kind of in the, in the, the actual wording of it, but it's like, you know, don't have a proper sponsor today. So I'm sponsoring today's episode and, and, you know, the coaching options that are available. And, and obviously you kind of tied into things that might be relevant at the time. So around the new year, it might be like, Hey, if you're looking to to have a little bit more structure in your training in the new year and, and kind of a, a good start to, to getting off to your goals for 2021 or obviously whatever year might be available. Um, you know, and kind of leading into that a little bit or, you know, middle of the year, it might be something along the lines of, you know, training for a fall race or, a, a obviously for, for us, the fall is the second half of the year, you know, it might be a little bit different down under, but, uh, you know, just trying to tie it into something that's relevant for right now. Um, and just, just making sure that people know that listen to the show that, yeah, I coach, um, you know, if, if you like what you hear on the show, you think that, that we might be a good fit, let's talk. Uh, let's see if it, if it turns into something. Um, of course, I'm trying to get people on my email list as well. So sometimes my, my quote unquote sponsor will be some type of, of free product or free thing that I have available that, that, that requires an email opt-in. Um, so that, then they, they opt in, they get this, this course or they get this guide or they get this video, whatever, you know, running form or exercises or things like that. Um, and then that puts them on my email list and then I can market to them a little bit more that way as well. So they're getting it both on the podcast, they're getting it via email, um, and just trying to hit them from different angles. And, and I'm not a real pushy marketing kind of guy. I'm not a real pushy salesy type of guy, but you know, you, you put good, you know, content marketing, you put good content out there. You put a link every once in a while that, that directs back to the coaching page, or you mentioned coaching on the, on the podcast. And it's just, a, it's not a, a real con like it's a steady drip, but it's not like every day. I don't get leads every day. I don't get leads every necessarily week, but you know, every month it's like people are asking questions, you know, get a new, a new athlete here and there. Um, and for the most part, and I, and I don't, you know, I don't want to, to jinx myself, but for the most part, I don't have a lot of turnover. You know, most of my, my athletes stick around for, for months. Uh, and there's not like any long contracts it's month to month, but I mean, it's most of the time, I mean, bad people, you know, eight months, 12 months, year, two years. I have, I have one guy that, that honestly has been around since day one. I mean, the day I stuck my shingle out in, in 2015 and he's still here. Um, still, you know, and, and it's just like, like, 
because whether it's because of the podcast, I, I think that has part to do with it. I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but people know me enough. They trust me enough that by the time they're ready to sign up, like they're planning to be around for a while. And obviously situations change and things like that. And people drop off once in a while. Um, but there's not a lot of people that, that, that leave after one or two months, like it's, it's one or two years. And, and for whatever reason, situations change, or maybe they feel like things have stagnated a little bit and they, they want to try something fresh, which is cool. Like, I mean, we try not to try not to do that, you know, try to keep people around, but every once in a while that happens. Um, but I think that the podcast has played a big part in, in not only, you know, getting, getting new, new athletes, but also keeping them around for, for a, the, the long haul. Yeah. The retention piece. I like it. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something that's really, uh, that's really awesome with podcasting is um, they trust you. Like that guy said, Hey, I've been listening to your stuff for ages. They consume mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. And we were talking about this before we hit record, but the reason why I love podcasting is you guys are listening to a podcast right now. And you're probably going to listen to the whole thing from start to finish, whether it be in segments like five minute drive to drop the kids off at school. And then another 10 minute drive to the gym to where you're going to like, you know, open up the gym for the morning or whatever, you know, but you usually will play that podcast in your car or while you're running or while you're doing something from start to finish. And they consume 100% of each episode um, opposed to being on YouTube, you know, are being on um, Instagram, Facebook, things where you can scroll past to the next thing. YouTube has a higher consumption rate. It does. But then if you go back to just say Facebook and Instagram, where most people are um, posting their content, that's, uh, that's the attention spans are quite short there. And so it's harder to build the trust. And, uh, and, and podcasting is literally like you're just taking them into your own world and that trust can be built over time. And they'll be, they might not listen to your first podcast episode straight away, like what you said, but if you're a year in, then they might go back to the very start and go, I wonder what these guys were talking about at the start. And then they'll binge it from like a, like a TV series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, it might not go all the way back, but even if they just go back 10 episodes, 15 episodes, 20 episodes, um, they, they're getting more context. And, and that's, you know, you talk about, you know, Instagram, Facebook, social media in general. Um, that's something that I've really kind of not made it like a dramatic change recently, but I've really kind of been thinking about not investing as much time there because you know, again, kind of marketing lingo that, that I, I hate, but it's like, like stuff there is not evergreen. It's like you, you create, especially like stories, you know, it's gone in 24 hours. And so you, you create all this content and you're trying to be clever and you're trying to be creative and you're trying to, to get, you know, eyeballs on, on your product and, and what you're, you're offering. Um, but if somebody doesn't get it today, it's gone versus on the podcast. Like it's, it's their theory in theory forever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, people might not go back six years back into the archives to, to, you know, hear an episode from, from back then. Um, but certainly the, there's a good chance that they might find an episode from a, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, and nobody's finding anything from a few weeks ago or a few months ago on social media. Um, and, and I haven't like tracked it real, you know, diligently, but I've definitely kept track of, or I mean, I kept track of, but I try to engage when people follow me on social media, just, Hey, thanks for the follow, uh, whatever the case might be. And if they engage, you know, if they respond to it, yeah, no problem. I, I enjoyed, you know, listening to your podcast or I enjoyed, you know, hearing you on another, on another person's podcast. Um, I've been surprised at how many times they've been like, Oh, I heard you on XYZ podcast that I was interviewed on that show two years ago, ah, three years ago. And they're, go. and they're just now 
listening to that person's show from two years ago and then following me. Uh, so, so, you know, you think about the long tail possibilities. I'm not going to make any guarantees that you start a podcast and two years later, people are going to listen to it and find you, but it's a possibility. And I, I would, I would argue that on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, the content that you're putting out today is probably not going to be stumbled upon by somebody two years from now. Um, and then that's going to lead them to you. So, so yeah, it's been, it's been kind of, you know, eye-opening sometimes of, uh, you know, like maybe I shouldn't focus as much on social media. Yes. Be there, but maybe the, the, the longer term stuff, whether it's YouTube, whether it's podcasts, whether it's being on other people's podcasts, uh, maybe website stuff, creating courses, those types of things, um, maybe have a, a better, they don't get the short-term excitement, but long-term they're, they're they mm. last and they, they continue to provide value for the people consuming it, but also value for me as the, as the creator, uh, in the long term. So that's something I've been trying to, to pivot more towards recently. Yeah. And so that's, uh, in some circles, they call that like a podcast or YouTube, your pillar content. And that's mm. your main core stuff that like lives on, right. Where people can really consume a lot. Like blogs are like that. Um, right. blogs, podcasts and probably YouTube are probably your three ones that are like that. And then all those other ones should be used as um, feeder platforms to get people to go to those longer form pieces of content. So you could use Instagram to be like, cool. Hey, here's a link to my podcast. Check it out. New episode with um, Jimmy, uh, whatever. Um, And uh, that's what I see has been working really well for us at the agency here is using Facebook and Instagram for those things for the very purpose of just trying to drive people off the platform to, to where we right. want to send them. Right. You know, like you said, to your email list is a great example of that. To your email list, to your podcast, to your blog, um, or to your YouTube channel. And that can be done in DMs or however you do it, like in, even in Instagram stories. But a good way to do it for people listening in, don't do all that yourself. Get a VA. They can help you. Um, yeah. that, we could talk about that on another podcast, but um, I think that was really, really important to hammer home is the fact that this stuff does live forever. This stuff does live forever. Um, is there anything about the podcasting game? Like now that we've sort of covered, this is how you started it. This is, you know, how it's sort of working. Is there any tactical things that you want to share with people that you've learned over the over the years, we're like, man, I, I wish I knew that when I started, because now it's a core part of like what you're doing. You know, Jimmy, I, I think that um, the the biggest tactic for that for me when it comes to podcasting um, isn't so much a tactic; like it's not some you know fancy thing. It's just it's just keep showing up. You know, it, it's 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 one of those things that's like so simple, so obvious. Yet so easy to to forget about. You know, it it doesn't it, it doesn't uh, at least for me. Again, you know, starting out with with literally an audience of zero, um, it, it wasn't something that that took off overnight. It wasn't something that was an instant success. Um, but it you know you just I just kept showing up. I just kept putting out episodes, um, and it never like I mean it's I don't want to say it's taken off because it's not like I'm getting tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of episodes you know plays per episode but it just kind of has grown and it just kind of continues to steadily grow um, and continue to, to lead to business opportunities and, and, you know, both with clients and then with opportunities to partner with other businesses and, and things like that. Um, so it's just, you know, it's just kind of 
The same thing is, is starting a gym. The same thing is starting your own business. The same thing is just working out and, and lifting and, and, you know, trying to improve your health. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't, there's not, you know, you, you can have all the, the, the sexy marketing and the, and, and the fancy taglines and, and, you know, this and that and the other. But for me, the only thing that has worked is just, you know, just showing up every single damn day, doing the work, not, you know, there's, there's some good days. There's some bad days. There's some days that like, ugh, you don't really want to, but you, sh- you still show up and, and it may not be your best day, but you get something done. You move, you move the needle forward just a little bit. Um, and you know, one day to the next, it's not that big of a deal. But when I look back and go, you know, July 1st, 2014 was the day I, I launched the podcast and like, wow, like it's, it's become something it's become a thing. You know, I, I went to a race uh, in 2019 when there were still races before COVID uh, and we had like a meetup with like 15 or 20 people that showed up for people from all around the United States. It was the Marine Corps marathon in Washington, DC. Um, but it was just like, we kind of put a, a, you know, a Facebook group, things like that, put it, put the word out. Hey, I'm going to be there. Uh, we'd love to meet up with everybody that's, that's going to be there if it's possible. And, you know, getting get a chance to meet 20 people from all, all corners of the USA. Um, you know, I never would have thought that that would have happened, but that would just happen because I showed up, continue to show up, uh, and, and continue to, to just put in the effort. And so, you know, I think that's not the fanciest bit of, of insight or, or inspiration, um, but sometimes that's, you know, the not fancy stuff is what really works. And so, you know, kind of like the, kind of like the basic lifts, right? Like you can do all the fancy stuff, but like squats, uh, you know, push, push exercises, pull exercises, hinge exercises, things like that. Lunges, deadlifts, yada, yada, yada. Those are the things that, that stand up through the test of time because they're effective. You know, same thing with podcasting, same thing with, with building a business. Like the fundamentals are the fundamentals and, and it doesn't get more fundamental than just showing up. If I had a little bomb sound effect, I would have <laughs> boom dropping bombs like Bradley. If you hear him on this podcast, man, yes, that sir. is that is so true. It's not nothing. I think that's the thing with all business, no matter what business you're in, but all fitness endeavors is it's the unsexy, the uncool stuff. Mm-hmm. Is the stuff that works, but everyone wants the cool little thing, the hack, the this, the that. But uh, if you just be consistent, chip away and try and improve that 1% every time you have a crack at it, you look back a year, two years from now, your improvement will be huge. But on a daily or weekly, like micro little mini cycle, you won't know. But on a huge like yearly cycle, you'll be like, wow, actually, upon reflection, holy crap, can you believe that we did like 100 episodes this year or something? Or can you believe I lost 25 kilo or 50 pounds or whatever? Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over continually. I think doing fitness and business analogies are awesome because people in fitness, they get it. And it's the exact same thing that applies with the same sort of mindset and the same sort of activity. Um, Just doesn't have to be like home runs. Nothing Mm -hmm. is never about home runs. Um, it's always about just chipping away day by day, day by day. And that's what gets there. Like I've been doing mine for, I don't know, two and two years now, maybe, maybe a little bit over two years. I think this will be two years now, actually. And uh, I can't believe it. I just feel it's gone like that. Like Mm -hmm. I'm at like 150 something episodes or whatever. Couldn't believe it when I first started out, I'm I'm nowhere near 900, but still I look back and go, Whoa, 150, like, Oh, I don't know what number I'm up to now, but it just, it just happens. It just happens mm-hmm. if you just chip away. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, again, you could, you can make the analogy to whatever you want, but yeah, you just, you just keep showing up, you keep putting in the effort and then, you know, you look back and you go, wow, I can't believe I've did, you know, whatever I built, 
my clientele up from zero to, to 50. I'm booked solid or whatever the case might be. Uh, but it's just from showing up. So, you know, and then, you, and then you keep going. And then a year from now you look back and go, wow, like I couldn't believe when I was at episode 150 that I'd be where I am now. And it just kind of keeps, it keeps, you know, progressing from there. So if you just keep showing up and do the work, which is the easy thing to say, it's hard to keep showing up doing the work. Um, but if you do it, it, you know, it tends to, to lead the rewards that you want. Awesome. So uh, for people that are still sitting here, probably want a little bit more clarity on like, this sounds cool. Yep. I can get some people on the podcast. I probably know people in my, uh, in my network that I want to interview, or even I just could do like a couple of little basic tips and talk about stuff that I want to talk about. But what's the call to actions that you've used on the actual podcast? Because there's no where button to click like on a Facebook page. There's no nothing. So from my experience, the only way that you can do it is you just have to say something on the podcast. Like what I did at the start for mine, I just said, Hey, go to this website. And so what do you find have been called to actions that you've used? So if people are just trying to get some ideas of like, okay, cool. Well, how do I get people that are listening to like, what do I tell them to do? Yeah, that's, that is probably the biggest downfall of a podcast is that, especially for, for me, because I'm, I'm a running podcast, right? So I'm talking to runners, I'm runners are my audience and they tend to listen when they're out on a run. So they're not, they're not even like sort of doing something where they can easily access their phone. Like the phone's tucked away in a pocket. They're in the middle of a run. Uh, they're not as likely to, to, you know, type something into the phone or whatever the case might be. Um, so I think it's just repetition. You know, I, I, I haven't, you know, it's, it's, it's being consistent with your message, being consistent with, um, you know, like I pretty much have the same, you know, I kind of said my, I tend to be my own sponsor, but it's, it's the same three or four, man, maybe it's a little more than that, but three or four or five sponsors repeatedly so that eventually they think about it. Eventually it's something that, that, uh, oh yeah, I need to, to join the Facebook group. Or, oh yeah, I need to, to get entered into this, this giveaway. Or, oh yeah, I need to, to sign up for that, that free course or whatever the case might be. Um, and just, just keep hitting with it, hitting with it, hitting with it. Um, you know, try not to hit them with it too much in each individual episode or on each individual YouTube video or whatever the case might be, uh, but mention it at the beginning maybe mention it at the end. Um, and then of course, if, if it fits into the conversation naturally, you might mention it in the middle. So, you know, like, like I have a, a course about the little things. So, you know, not the running, but the, the sleep, the recovery, the, the nutrition, things like that. Um, and so that'll be sometimes the quote unquote sponsor of the episode, but then sometimes I'll be talking about something. I'll have a guest on. We're interviewing. We're talking about, and they'll say something about, "Oh yeah, you know, sleep is so important. It's 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 such a vital thing. Uh, not enough runners get enough sleep. Probably not enough people in the gym get enough sleep as well because it's just such a great recovery tool. It's how we build build strength, build muscle, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And so then I might go in. Yeah, well, it's not like I never talk about sleep. But it's one of the little things, and you can get the little things course. And you know, I give the the URL right there. So it just kind of hits them again. Like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to get that course. Um, and so just, it's just trying to come at it from different angles. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I've found like one specific great call to action, but it's just continuing to, to put it out there because they don't have an easy link. Um, although of course I'll put them in the emails once in a while as well, but, but yeah, just, just trying to, to, to remind them of the courses of the giveaways of the things that they can do to get engaged that then puts them on the email list or puts them in the Facebook groups or things like that, where then I can put the the easier links in front of them uh, repeatedly that way as well. That's awesome. So I agree 100%. It's about repetition. 
So if you guys listen to my one, you know, my one is I want gymleads.com. Like it's because I kept it an easy to remember domain name or just whatever your, whatever your domain is where you want to send people to capture their information or get them to find out more about your courses or your programs or your, whatever it is that you're doing um, is just have that repetition. So I find that it's perfect, great advice. At the start, sort of be like your little intro, your own little intro. Hey, this is me. This is what we're all about. I'm going to be interviewing this guest, but before we do, um, this is what we're. This is our thing that we're taught. This, if you ever want to get this sleep protocol or Mm -hmm. whatever the thing is you're giving away, or even if it's just like a hey, if you want to inquire about our personal training services that we have here at ABC Gym on One Two Three Street, then go check us out. And so you could even like, I think for a local physical business as well, you can do multiple just to give people some ideas here i'm just um Mm -hmm. is number one is have the website which is a given but then number two you can actually give out your phone number if you want like the cut the the office phone number or the salesperson's phone number you can give them like hey just send them a text on 12345 or whatever the text or whatever the number is you can say hey text the word podcast to this thing and then we'll know that you heard us on the podcast and or you know you can get creative Mm -hmm. the other thing is if you don't have a website or you're not really that way inclined and you don't want people texting you and you could go, Hey, go over to Instagram and DM us on our account, which is blah, blah, blah. And tell them your account name. And then they can go and follow you over there. That's how you can get some people to follow over there. Um, or you could say, Hey, send us an email to blah, blah, blah email. And then you can send the email address and you can literally just use those couple of examples, like the texting, Hey, you text me on this number, email us, go to our website, or go over to our social media. Like they're kind of four things that you could do um, that is from a podcast to get them to go somewhere to get continue the conversation in a one-on-one fashion. That's what you want to do. You want to be able to uh, try and use some of those and get creative, have some fun with it. And don't be, don't make it real formal. Just like don't make it weird. It's just kind of like as if you're talking to a mate. Oh yeah, by the way, did you hear about this thing that we got here? You go check it out. It's awesome. Blah, 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 blah. Right, into the episode. Mm-hmm. Like I think just make it casual, hey. Yeah, definitely. And, and then of course you can, you can always try to grease the wheels a little bit. And if you can throw some type of, you know, s- exclusive discount or free session or whatever the case might be, um, that, and then if, especially if you can really back that up and make it, it's only available to podcast listeners or only available to the YouTube subscribers or whatever the case might be. Um, and of course you could have similar giveaways that you do in other areas, but that'd be a great way to track it. You know, if we, if you do a free call for podcast listeners, boom, you know, use this email address, whatever, say that you mentioned is you see that you heard us on the podcast. We'll give you this free call. And that's the only place you can get the free call. Then you can figure out, you know, or you have a specific URL or a specific landing page or something like that. Um, but yeah, just, just do something that makes it a little bit, you know, enticing for the person to reach out for you. And then, then you're right into your, your sales scripts or your, 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 whatever your funnels, things like that, that will hopefully generate the leads into, into long-term clients. That's awesome, Denny, mate. That's uh, there's been some gold in there. Like literally, to recap, uh, we've covered a lot of ground. But to recap, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, just start. That's what I got from you. Just start and find it on a topic or something that you like. Not necessarily trying to like get the end result as business. Um, just do it for on a topic that you enjoy, and you'll probably want to do it longer. That's probably a really good um, takeaway there. And then you'll get better over time. You'll get better over time. Don't worry about the tech. Don't worry about whatever. Um, and you were saying is uh, just repetition with that call to action. 
at the start, at the end, and if it so happens to come up somewhere in the conversation, you know, you could drop it middle of the podcast as well. But uh, um, I'd say that there's some of the biggest key takeaways that I've got from that. Is there anything else that you want to, um, or, and keep showing up. That was it. And keep showing up as well. Is there anything else before we wrap this up that you want to say to the guys about podcasting, your experience of getting people that's coming off from the platform to becoming clients? I think that that you pretty much covered it. I think the only other thing to to reiterate is something that we kind of mentioned just briefly, but you know where you start doesn't necessarily have to be where you finish. So you can you can pivot, you can adjust, you can kind of change your focus, you can change what you're doing as you go. So you know, again, it kind of ties back to what you just said. Also, Jimmy, just start, start, and then continue to adjust, continue to iterate, and uh, it can be it can become a thing, and it can become a real valuable part of your business. Um, it may not, but it very well can. But it won't get there unless you start. Yeah, totally. Boom. There's that bomb button again. I need to hit that. <laughs> uh, and Danny, where can the guys find out about if you're like, hey, that's pretty cool. I want to hear his podcast or I want to um, check out his uh, his website or something. Like, um, tell the guys where they can go and find you. Yeah, everything is Dizruns uh, related. So, Dizruns.com, Dizruns on podcasts, you know, any type of apps or things like that. Dizruns on all, all things social media. That's D I Z or D I Z for you, uh, all, all you folks in Australia. Uh, R-U-N-S. So disruns.com, disruns on social media, disruns on the podcast and happy to talk business out. Yeah, I'm happy to talk running, obviously, but happy to answer any podcasting questions or anything like that, uh, that, that you might have. That's awesome. Danny, thanks for the time legend. And, uh, for everyone listening, I'm going to drop my call to action. Cause we're talking about it. It's I want gymleads.com. That's if you're a gym owner and you want us to handle all the marketing for you. I'm not going to say anything else on that. You can just go over there. You can check out all the, um, all the client testimonials and all the client case studies went over there. And if you feel like it's something that you're still interested in, then be sure to fill in your information and we can set up a time to have a chat till next time. Legends. This is Jimmy, Danny. Thanks for coming on, mate. We'll see you soon guys. Thanks, Jimmy.